Do you ever get sick of people talking about finding your niche? <laughs> Trust me, I get it and I've totally been there. But before you tune out, I wonder, do you have a niche? If you do, think about your niche right now. What is it? If you are able to answer that question with clarity, awesome. But if you do not have an answer to that question, if you're feeling queasy inside because I'm bringing up niches and you're just sick of everyone talking about it, then this episode is for you. Yes, it is exactly for you because I get what you're feeling right now and I'm speaking to that feeling. This is your go-to brand girl, Dakota Hunt, and I'm here to help you and other creative and multi-passionate entrepreneurs like yourself build the brand and business of their dreams. I don't believe that there is one way to do things. In fact, I believe that your path is the best way for you. My content is designed to help assist you on your path in order to show up as the best version of yourself as possible so that you can build a business that you love. You really are the difference in your business, so let's get to business. There are hundreds of ways that people define your niche, but I have rarely heard of your niche taught in the way that I'm about to teach it. I do not think that your niche has to have anything to do with what you do. This is so important to me and most likely to you as well as a multi-passionate person who thrives on having their hands dabbling in many things at once. Am I right? (laughs) Most likely you have cringed at the word niche in the past because it felt limiting, impossible even, and like you had to give up some part of yourself in order to niche down. Well, that's simply not true. And I'm going to tell you why through a new way to think about niching down. Like I said, your niche does not have to have anything to do with what you do. Instead, we're just going to think about and figure out what our niche is in terms of who, who your brand attracts what someone might call your ideal client or target audience. No, we're not going to be creating an ideal client avatar either. While valuable, when we are thinking in terms of your niche, it is helpful to take a different approach. Have you ever been to a play date with other moms? Maybe you went to the park, or maybe you went swimming with a group of people, or met up for lunch, or let's talk about this. Have you ever met up with a group of women at a church function? (laughs) During that event, who did you gravitate towards? Were you able to maintain the same level of interest in everyone you talked to? Or were there people that you simply did not like or enjoy and others who you clicked with immediately and were able to carry on a conversation and possibly even become good friends with this person? If we grasp onto this idea that our ideal client avatar is all that we need in order to find the right people who need our product and service, it would be like saying that we could walk into that all-woman's church event and have equal chances of every single person in there being interested in the topic you wish to speak about. Think about it. They are all likely in a similar demographic. They have a similar number and age of kids. (laughs) They probably even think the same politically. Obviously, they are the type of people that like to attend church functions. So they have that in common, right? So why is it that you don't get along with everyone equally if they are seemingly the same person (laughs) or in the same demographic? Because they're not the same person, right? It's a rhetorical question. We know that even when we gather a group of women who are interested in the same activity, who all have kids around the same age, that some are going to click better with each other than others. This is because we are complex human beings with unique experiences, beliefs, struggles, challenges, ideas, and thoughts. 
Who knew, right? This is important to keep in mind when figuring out what your niche is. Earlier this podcast on episode nine, I talked about the idea that your niche can simply be you showing up as you. I have not changed my ideas on this. And if the only thing you can manage right now is to simply show up authentically as yourself, then that's an amazing start. This episode is just going to help you go a little bit deeper into defining your niche so that you can be a little bit more effective at reaching the people who will buy your products and or services. So let's get back to that group of women who are in the same place at the same time, but are not equally interested in what you have to offer. Imagine that you're standing in front of them and selling your product or service. You aren't going to expect every single person there to want your offer, right? I don't think anyone in the history of ever has ever had a hundred percent success rate selling in person in front of a group of people. It's an absurd thought really. So what is it about the few people that do want your service that makes them different from the rest? Answer that question and you have your niche. Often the most obvious and easiest easiest answer to that question is a common pain point. I'm gonna use the products I sell as an example. So for those of you who may not know, I sell Amari Global products, which are vitamins and supplements that support your mental wellness. They are very specialized in target concerns such as stress, fatigue, anxiety, depression, pain, sleep, and more. So if I was standing in front of this particular group of women telling them about these products that I sell, chances are that the people who are interested are people who deal with a lot of stress, anxiety, depression, and other mental wellness challenges. Yes, you might argue that everyone experiences stress from time to time. While that's probably true, in that moment that I am selling it, there are only a handful of people that are dealing with those issues in the moment in their life in a severe enough way that the timing is right for them to be what's can I say desperate enough but not desperate but you know desperate enough to get their hands on these products and try them out to know my niche when selling these supplements is to know that I am speaking to fellow moms who are exhausted who cannot last a day without losing their patience and snapping at their kids for seemingly no reason they often feel depressed and hopeless and feel like nothing is working in addition they are probably also businesswomen or at least women who are passionate about many things and like to keep busy with various activities they resonate with me when selling these products because I am the same way I get where they are at. I get it and I share my common experience to help them see that they are not alone. These products are not just designed for that niche that I just described. This is my niche because this is the person that I can speak to with the most clarity and most understanding and the most empathy, right? Do you see how this woman I'm talking to is much more specific though than like the whole, the group as a whole? This is what finding your niche is all about. To figure out your niche is to know the person that you are going to help so well that you can help them feel seen in their pain and then show them the path to a better way. To illustrate what your niche does not have to have... Oh, sorry. To illustrate that your niche does not have to have anything to do with what you do, I'm going to share another example using a different service I provide. So I am also a brand strategist and coach, right? That's probably why you're listening to this podcast. This exact same mom who is multi-passionate and feeling burned out across every aspect of her life is the exact person I want to help with my branding services as well. My strategies and coaching are set up in a way to support her in building the business she dreams of building while knowing that she feels overwhelmed, a little hopeless, and even depressed at times. I get this woman. This is why she's my niche, because she is me, and everything that my multi-passionate self creates 
always solves a problem for this woman because she is dealing with the same challenges I deal with, even when it's not my intention when creating or following through with my next big idea. This is why I can mix up what I do and add new things in and take things out and still have a solid, consistent brand. Because the woman I am speaking to, the situation she is in, never changes. Because she is a multi-passionate woman who is always excited about new things and new ideas and does not want to feel limited doing one thing, but often feels so much pressure to limit herself into doing that one thing. Sound familiar? Often this person, your niche, will be very similar to yourself, your struggles, your pain points, your challenges, your desires, and your dreams. It does not have to be this way. You can definitely strategize and set up a business to serve any niche, regardless of who you are. But if you're looking into growing a business that way, I'm probably not the brand strategist for you. I am here for the multi-passionate business owners who desire to grow a business she loves more than a business that makes money. Yes, the money is important too. I cannot emphasize that enough. But there's something different about business owners who desire to make a difference, have an impact in this world, and does not want to feel limited by their niche. So if that's you, take some time today to get clear about what your niche is. Know what pain points you are speaking to. What challenges do you solve? What things are you trying to do to make this world a better place? And then share how those products or services, or whatever it is that you offer, share how they solve those problems that you just identified. Use your personal experience and empathize with your audience. This is niching down in a way that won't limit what you do. This will help you feel expansive and unlimited. When you have a new idea, all you have to consider is how it helps solve the problem you are solving. And I guarantee it will help in some way. Let me rephrase that. You do not even need to think about that problem when creating an offer. Yes, it's helpful. And yes, we can strategize and go down that path when you're ready to make major changes. But in the meantime, until you get to that point, when you create a product or service, keep following your gut. Keep leaning in to what feels good. And then look at it after it's completed from that perspective of that woman or man or whoever it is that you are helping, look at it from their perspective. How is it going to help them? And then use that knowledge to market it and sell it to that person. So tell me, reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what your niche is. Or in other words, who are you speaking to and what challenges is she or he facing? I seriously cannot wait to hear from you. And if you are that creative, multi-passionate businesswoman who is struggling to know which direction to go and how to make this business work for you, I am opening up registration for my next round of group brand coaching. Prices go up on July 15th though, so to be sure to take a look and jump on board if this feels like exactly what you need. There's going to be weekly group coaching, bi-monthly training modules, my complete go-to brand method work book and more. I will add a link to the sales page below so you can go check out all the details and see if this is what your business and what you are in need of. And you can also follow me on Instagram at go to brand girl for updates and more details. I'll see you next time business dreamer.